0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Guardian ID podcast. This is Zach Martin and Gina Jordan with The Guardian ID magazine. Today we're speaking with Anna Fernesian, Program Manager for Identity Assurance at CSD about Piv I, the identity specification that could potentially be used by millions of individuals. But before we dive in, first a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Whether you are protecting a critical infrastructure or vital information, or securing a facility or border, you need to answer the same question. In the modern world of identities, how do you establish with absolute certainty that someone is who they claim to be? At CSC, we understand that the heart of identity management is the creation of trusted identities. For more information, go to CSC.com slash identity management. CSC, beyond a shadow of a doubt. There have been a few PIVI announcements in the past couple of months. First, CertiPath announced certification for PIVI with the Federal PKI Policy Authority, and then Symantec did the same just more recently. Anna and Gina are going to talk about PIVI, what it's about, why it's important, as well as the role it may be playing with future credentialing projects. Take it away, Gina.
1: As a longtime identity assurance expert, Anna Farnesia knows the importance of PIVI.
0: PIVI is focused to the non-federal issuer, so it's for any government contractor or state government, local government, or any other entity that may do business with the federal government that wants to conform to the data model that the FIPS 201 specification has developed, so that there is interoperability as well as a trust in the PKI certificate across the organizations.
1: So what does the certification by the Federal PKI Policy Authority do for these companies and organizations? Fernesian says this is a new process to verify that these credentials are conformant to PIVI specifications. A high level of criteria has been met by the companies, and she thinks it's critical that such a certification level is acknowledged so that it can truly be trusted.
0: When the PIVI specification uh, was created and using the shared service provider's PKI certificates, there were specific object identifiers known as OIDS that that identify the certificate as a PIV compliance certificate. This certificate was specific to federal agencies and federal employees and therefore could not be used by contractors and non federal issuers. So The bridge, the policy authority, or the Federal Bridge Certification Authority, created new OIDs specific to non-federal issuers that map to the same security level and assurance level as the PIV certificates as specified. So it it now creates a true one-to-one match of assurance that, those federal issuers who are issuing these certificates go through the same level of vetting and and proofing that the federal employees have gone through.
1: As for who could be issued a PIVI card and who might use that standard to issue credentials, Vernesian says non-federal issuers would include any of the major contractors who support the federal government and have daily communications like secure email and signed contracts. They could include industries like pharmaceutical, medical, and energy that send reports that need to be signed and trusted by the federal government. Fernesian thinks there will be a market where enterprises, organizations that may or may not deal with the federal government, use the PIVI specification for their own badge so they can secure communication within their organizations.
0: Certainly the state governments are very interested in looking at it. And from a corporate perspective, yes, there are several companies that have engaged and have already implemented employee badges that are compliant with the PIV specification. Recent announcements were Booz Allen Hamilton is conforming to that specification as well, and Northrop Grumman has also issued credentials that are compliant. So certainly these organizations have a large government support infrastructure, therefore, it makes perfect sense for them to want to communicate and be trusted by the federal government or their
1: customers. Frenessian says the government is encouraging contractors to implement stronger credentials, keeping costs down as those contractors change or new people are added to contracts. So she thinks there's going to be more interest and more review as to how corporations can accommodate the government's desires for stronger credentials as well as stronger communications looking towards securing identities online for consumers there's a national strategy for trusted identities in cyberspace fnesian c specifications like pivi or piv commercial possibly being used for those applications down the line
0: i've been in the so-called smart card industry for many 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 years and there is with the standardization and the standardization in the data models it certainly allows organizations to have confidence in the future-proofing of these solutions and how they can be used across boundaries, we'll say, across companies, across entities, across functions. So with the NSTIC, there is certainly potential for PIV commercial, certainly PIV I, and other certain credentials for various levels of assurance for the types of transactions that need to take place. Not everything needs to be conformant to a a PIVI uh, credential, but if you have the PIVI credential, you really don't need any other one.
1: Organizations may be able to take advantage of certain cost savings from using PIVI. With standardization, Fernesian says they would have more vendors and providers to choose from and more opportunities to purchase products at competitive prices.
0: It certainly brings down costs for implementation. Plus, with the standardization, you can gain efficiencies in operational activities. You don't need to produce lots of paper and sign it and, and take the resource time to go through all the signing efforts for whether it's reports or purchase orders or expense reports or, or anything else that needs several lo- layers of signature, you can actually use this all digitally. We're very focused on creating PDFs anymore and sending contracts through email. Signing it is is as simple with using a PIVI credential. Therefore. It's a, a one-sweep kind of activity and no longer delays in, in production or no longer waiting for something to happen while you can move forward with being more productive in your work.
1: Frenesian thinks one of the challenges in implementing PIVI is the daunting task of vetting individuals and getting them to a site to produce their documents and go through that whole process.
0: But once that is done, the capabilities for implementing the credential into a multitude of applications can be truly cost-saving from, you know, remote access via the VPN to signing documents to authenticating to a variety of servers, administrative issues. I believe that once an organization can truly look at what they are saving, that it will become a uh, viable solution.
1: Anna Fernesian is Program Manager for Identity Assurance at CSC. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.